great future. We're talking real money. Uh, programming note. Uh, from now on, I am going to be purely a predictor. I am going to predict the market every single podcast. I'm going to tell you that the market, all I'm going to say is it's going to be up or down in the future. I am not even going to define the future. I'm not going to tell you how much up or down is. I am merely doing this so that I too can be rich and famous like people all over Wall Street uh, dating back <laughs> to the 1920s. <laughs> what am I talking about? You said, well, wait, Don is going to predict stuff? Well, because apparently that is the path to fame, Tom. It, it really, it, it's fascinating that uh, <laughs> you rich, famous, um, the way to do that is to make sort of weird, wacky predictions. Uh, well, this all comes up because uh, the, the guy that was the big short hero, right? Michael oh, Burry. Oh, yeah, the guy who called yeah. the whole big crash in, in uh, 08 correctly. Now says uh, sooner or later a crash is coming and it could be terrific. And by the way, I don't think terrific is a great word there because at the end of the day, it's going to cost a lot of us well, a lot actually, of money. Actually, terrific is... It, it, grammatically, it's appropriate. Yeah, no, no, I'm not is, arguing that. I, that's it is fine. From, it is derived from the world terrify, there, causing there. terror. So yeah. -E terrific is yeah. either of great size or causing terror. So, I mean, he's 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 smart about writing, just not about the. Well, okay, I take that back. He is totally smart about the future. If he's if he's vague, if you say eventually the market will crash, aren't you inevitably? going to eventually be right. And that caused the Wall Street Journal to look back on some other predictions. Some of you will remember <laughs> this name. Some will not because it goes back a long way. And I shocked that she was still around. I, I didn't mean like around alive, but around on, in the world of Wall Street. Elaine Garzarelli. I mean, that's like a blast from the past, right? She was uh, predicted the Black Monday in 1987, where the Dow Jones lost 20% of its value in one day. That propelled her to this career as, they say, the best paid strategist on Wall Street for a while, and then went on to run some poorly performing mutual funds. And then there's Bob Prechter. Oh, wait, wait. Before you get to Bob Prechter, you said you went back in the past. I can one-up you on oh, going you can go way in time. Back. I can go way back in time. There is a, uh, a an asset management firm, a mutual fund firm called Babson Capital. Oh, yeah. They're actively managed products, but Babson Capital goes back to before the Great Depression when the guy who founded the company, Roger Babson, predicted that the crash of 1929 would happen a few weeks before it actually occurred. Wow. There's I mean, knows this guy business. started a mutual fund company. He started a college. He ran for president. And then every call from that point on was wrong. So, yeah, that's that's going back further. You, you win but that. That's all race. it takes. Yeah. I mean, come on. He got rich and famous from one correct call. That's why I'm changing my attitude. I think I, you're right. I'm going to break so. the market every show. And then remember those. And we'll, oh, no, don't remember all of them. Just remember the ones I got right. Okay. Robert Prechter. He predicted oh, the roaring bull market after stocks had been 16 years in the doldrums. Oh, by the way, Garzarelli <laughs> says the, cl the claims on our website of 94.5. 
5% correct calls have been audited. At least Prechter says, well, his criticism is of his record are about right. Uh, that uh, <laughs> I haven't been the best predictor of the, the future. Numerous studies, by the way, according to this journal article of expert opinion, have shown that pundits are, as a group, as accurate as a coin flip, uh, which, as you may know, is a 50-50 shot. So, I love this concluding paragraph from this article. Unless you're saying it on CNBC or have Goldman Sachs on your business card, the chances of being sought for your views are far higher if you actually risk money, ideally other people's money, not your own. And if your timing is impeccable, impeccable rather, the hardest part is over. You will be rich. Now just get Michael Lewis to write a book about you. Boy, is okay. that spot Michael, on. Michael, I, I, I hope you listen to the podcast because you know it's one of the top investing podcasts in the world. Uh, so please listen as I make predictions about the future in the future. Please, I want you to listen because I too want you to write a book about me when I get it right that one time. There are others too. We pick on Harry Dent all the sure. time Yep, because Harry Dent writes books. He just, he gets in a mood. He goes, I, I think mm, this year I'm going to predict a uh, market crash. Oh, no, no, wait, wait. I think, I think I'm going to predict the biggest boom of all time. Oh, no, 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 bust. Boom. Oh, bust, bust. Oh, I can't decide. I'll just keep writing them and maybe someday one of them will be right. So far, his track record has been nothing short of deplorable, like uh, Robert Prechter of Elliott Wave, whom I interviewed. I used to have him on like every other week when I was in you know, Colorado on BRN. Yeah. Long time ago. And, uh, but just for the record, I interviewed Michael Lewis, but about money, oh, you, about you interviewed, yeah, shorts. you interviewed all the big guys. I mean, Dad, you know, really, I was real doing... big. Yeah. So, okay. But so here's oh, another predictor like Kareem Abdul Jabbar. I think it was magic Johnson actually, but all that's right, okay. Uh, <laughs> big guy, as you said, but here, a, a more, uh, a more timely predictor is a guy named Jim Kramer. And uh, the people that believed in his track record, have, well, I guess they just never got on board. The uh, Long Kramer Tracker ETF, LJIM, it's going to be kaput here in a few weeks. They're they're closing it down. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. So they're shutting down Long Jim? Long Jim. That, <laughs> wow, that's kind of painful. Yeah. Uh, well, and, but, but, but wait. They're keeping short Jim open? Short Jim's keep going. As they so say, the flow is... Little Jim. But the big gym is gone. <laughs> the flows have been coming into the so short So basically gym. the slim gym is slim staying. staying. You're, you're on today. That uh, only raised $1.3 million. And for those of you playing along at home, that's not a lot of money in well, this Well, business, wait. So. The yeah. long gym raised a million, a million really, which is yep. nothing. Yeah. Uh, but, but just to show you what people think of Jim's advice. How many million did Short Jim get? The Short Jim is How many bucks up? were put in the shorts of Short Jim? Can we say the Short Jim is up three and a half million dollars? Is that, is that okay? All? Just three and a half? Three and a half million dollars. So neither uh, of them were No really sexual huge. innuendo intended? No, none, none whatsoever. Cheesecake, cheesecake. But here's the thing I find fascinating about all this. If you really yeah. think about it, because you, you refer to the 1920s, right? Yeah. To somebody making Babson, which- I think you said became mutual funds, but also a school, if I remember right. Didn't a college, a college, yeah. Yeah, okay. He founded a college and so uh, ran for president of the United States. It's about 100 years, and it's really about the history of the stock market. I mean, if you really look at yeah, there's been other markets going back thousands of years, but it's kind of the stock market. So how far have we come in that period of time? Not very far if you if you if you listen to the predictors, right? 
Well, because we keep wanting to gamble. We keep confusing <sighs> gambling with investing. And if you let's use that 100 year time frame from 1929 through today, yeah, the stock market in aggregate, the entire U.S. stock market has it has returned depending on where you look and what stocks are included has averaged a return of nine to ten percent per year depending on who you listen to uh not not Dave Ramsey who says 12 it yeah. has not made 12 Dave but but let's say nine to ten and that's with doing nothing whatsoever over that but, entire time but if you think about the methodology employed right I mean if you go back a hundred years medicine looked a whole lot different. Not, it looks a whole lot different today than it did then, right? Treatments for all kinds of things are vastly improved, correct? Well, generally, leaching is gone. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, science or or transportation a hundred years ago was kind of like, yeah, we're working on planes a little bit, but it was, you know, a few automobiles and trains and, you know, things are quite a bit different today in terms of that or communication a hundred years ago, which was, Oh, now, now just wait a minute. The phone's going, wait a yeah. minute. We yeah. had phones for like 50 years before okay. hundred years ago, but, and, and, but I know you, you wish every other form of communication except the telephone would go away. <laughs> Basically. Well, telephone life and easier. snail mail, <laughs> I take, please I just, write me a letter. I love those letters, but today you've got the internet and all the, but the thing, the point is, when you think about these people that predict the future, Don aside, of course, because I'm going to be right. You're going to be right. At least once every, whatever it is, uh, we're just not moving the right. We're not getting any smarter about all this. It's not scientific in any way. This is simply people's guesses and they end up if they're right, if they hit the strike, as you point out, not just rich, but rich and famous. All right, then. Here is my recommendation. And by the way, my recommendation is based on science. Science, science, science. Let me see if I can put a reverb in there. Um, Are you ready? I need a big buildup. Can I have a, uh, a, a, some sort of a fanfare, please, maestro? Please, maestro? Based on science, Don McDonald predicts that the market will go higher. Ooh, okay. Do you know, I'm how, in. You know what the, you want the you want the sciences that I used for that? Yeah, what was it? 75% of the time. <laughs> it's every, safe bet. The market's up. Right. So, I am going to be right far more than Elaine Garzarelli, Bob Prechter, Harry Dent, Jim Cramer, and or Harry uh, Roger Babson. I was waiting for Babson combined. in there. Man. <laughs> I'm going to be more accurate than all of them combined. Because I based it on stupid, stupid, stupid science, science, science. And let's see if we can help somebody else with more specific advice. Okay, okay, okay. Feeling better, better, yes, better? Yes. Uh, this comes from Teresa in Tampa, Florida. Oh, down the road. Well, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. My name's Teresa. I'm five to seven years away from retirement. Earlier this year, I entered a serious relationship. Ooh, good for her. Well, I started reading. I thought this isn't that kind of show, but okay, we'll do it anyway. <laughs> All right, sorry. Well, uh, it involves money. Relationships that's certainly good involve point. money. So, yeah. if you want to stretch yeah, the definition, true. we're fine. Okay, so we're so Go good. Ahead. I'm ready, Recent- Teresa. Give it to us. Recently, my significant other and I discussed retirement planning, during which my partner expressed concern about my current asset allocation. 
I think that's very Ooh. nice. That's well, nice. it depends that's on what the concern great. was. Well, well you're not. You don't have enough in gold or crypto, dear. Well, we're getting to that. Uh, as it stands, I have sixty-three percent of my assets in cash. Oh, okay. I see the concern. And thirty-seven percent in equities. Considering this, my partner made two suggestions. First, he proposed I halt any further additions to my cash position. Okay. <laughs> that is a smart partner, by the way. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, it says I'd avoid accumulating additional excess cash, instead be able to allocate those funds toward investment. Second, he recommended estimating the amount of cash required to cover a year's worth of expenses, along with any major upcoming purchases. The rest of it, well, that could be invested. Oh, good partner picking. I'm, when I read this, I thought, Hang hey, on know, to that relationship. That's ugly, a good relationship. He can be grumpy, but he gives good money advice. Exactly. So, Teresa, I think that that's, I would listen. I think it's good advice. It's so far, so great. No, that's it. That's yeah. the entire thing. That's it. There's nothing that's left. That's it. That's nothing okay. else. That's all. So, Teresa, yes, listen to your partner. Do you have any um, more questions? I do. I've got one more from TJ in Mandeville, Louisiana. Not familiar with Mandeville. I. It's Mandeville, in not Mandeville. Okay, I have a question around 529 plans. I made a mistake of not opening one for my two kids. I was curious if I could add money to them now. Can I deduct that money or is only the growth of the principal you put in it tax-free? I have a junior and freshman in high school. Wasn't you sure can if still, I put money in tax deductible. You can still put money in, but you're not going to get a deduction. Well, it depends on the state. There are some well, states no, where you get it. S- states you can get tax-free state income. Sometimes Correct. there's a little yeah. kicker. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, but I generally that speaking, reason. federally, they're, they are the, the, the growth is untaxed if used for qualified educational purposes or what? This is the big reason for opening them. For your kids, even, you know, you didn't, because you may not have enough time to grow it much for college, but the money can be put into ah, a Roth Thank you. IRA. You stole my thunder. Yeah. So the $35,000 of that money, TJ, if you didn't spend it on their higher education or they didn't go to college, as Don correctly points out, that money could then be applied, moved to their Roth IRAs and grow tax-free for the rest of their lives. It is a great way. Overfund your kids' 529s if you can afford to, over and above what you're going to need for school, because this is a wonderful way to start them out in adult life with a huge leg up on everybody else saving for retirement. I mean, a huge leg up, $35,000 that can grow now over 40 years or more. Oh, man, you think that through. Run that number at 7%. That's a whole lot of money there. So great advice. Um, and so, yeah, I think Don's right. When I first read your note, I thought, no, nah, you're kind of late to the game. But if you could no. even get the oh, growth, man. I think you're absolutely right. Put that money in there. Let it grow. And then, um, and frankly, at this point, you don't even have to use it for the college expenses. Just let it continue to grow and then slowly dole it over to the uh, Roth IRA, which you can do at the amount you can put in per year. Yeah, get this, $35,000 growing tax-free at 7% per year, which we think is a reasonable reasonable. expectation. I mean, you got to take some risks to get that, but historically that's happened. If you leave it there for the full four zero years. Which is a a reasonable amount of time. From age 25 to age 65. How much? $570,000. 
thousand dollars, and you didn't do anything. And you didn't after do anything. Five. I mean, no. Wow. Now let's say you leave it for forty-five years until your age seven zero without <laughs> again adding a penny. We're looking at over eight hundred thousand potential wow. dollars. Wow, that's huge. So good advice. And and, and let's make that even more fun. If you add five thousand dollars a year. Uh, to that every year for those same period of time, right? So you're not contributing any other you're money except in the gazillion now, five thousand no. a year, thirty five thousand up front, forty five yeah. years. How much? You are set two point three million dollars. Just the five a year. Wow, that's just that's the huge. five a year. Yeah, I, this I don't know what you took today, but you were funny, you were informative, and you actually stayed on topic. So, and do you job. know how how many dollars you would have put in overall? Just 260000 Shows you the power, I believe they call, of compounding, correct? Yeah, or, yeah, the power of the pounding. I'm just going to reduce it down to, you know, I'm going to con- I'm going to con- condense it. I'm going to hold you to your prediction, too. See how it Pounding goes. power. Pounding power. We're going to put a little, uh, 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 what's it called? Uh, apostrophe in front of it. So it's ponding, pounding power. Pounding power. There you go. Ooh, that's a new name for a website or a show. Welcome to Pounding Power, where we teach you to pound your way to wealth. Don't steal that, you guys. Did you want to add anything else? No, I don't want to add anything more other than thank you for listening, which I greatly appreciate. Really? You don't want anybody to call you on Saturday? Yeah, call me Saturday, 800-386-3004. Love to talk to you. Okay. Well, that was easy. I guess we're going to wrap this up. Thank you so much for being a part of what we do. We uh, really love doing it, too. And uh, if you like it, tell your friends, neighbors, relatives, even people you hate, because it's nice to share even with people you hate. Help them out. You'll feel better. And uh, join us every single day, practically, except when mistakes are made. Back at HQ. Um, <laughs> oh, I can't wait for the compliance guy to see <laughs> that one. Uh, I didn't say anything at HQ. HQ. And it was no, who knows? That could mean hindquarters. Yeah. As I say, that, you're really on today. That, I, I wouldn't have come up with that. That That's good. means that he quits. He quits. Uh, whatever. Uh, healthy quotients. Okay. That's good. I'm leaving now. I'm I done. think it's enough. Goodbye. We're talking real money, eventually. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?